I'm Kristen Belville. I'm Noah Belville. And you're listening to Being the Belville. Today's episode is another round of Monster Roulette starring one of Noah's characters with me as the dungeon mistress. I guess I always I always stumble over saying that because it always feels awkward because mm. the word mistress just has such a terrible connotation nowadays. You know, like mm-hmm. people use the word master, the, like yeah. master's degree and uh-huh. master bedroom. But like, do you want to use the word dungeon duchess? <laughs> I'm the DD. <laughs> the DD. <laughs> All right, y'all. So, yeah. Another episode of Monster Roulette. This time I'm using a list of 12 monsters. I believe last time the list was based on challenge level 6 because Noah's character is a level 12. No. Or multi-class. One of them is 12. One of them is something else. Yeah. So he's Altogether he's level 15. Yeah. And challenge rating 6 wasn't quite challenging enough. So we're going up to 7. Um, also, um, about the challenge rating and how the past couple sessions went, we kind of goofed up some of the rules a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it still came out pretty balanced. Yeah. Like, we forgot some abilities, we overused some things, or yeah. fudged some things, but yeah. there's grace with that. That's one of the benefits of this being a Christian podcast. <laughs> Yeah, you guys can forgive us or don't, but just keep listening so that you can continue judging us. Yeah, I'm down with whatever. God will forgive us either way. Yeah, for our bad play. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So this time we're using challenge level seven, and this time I'm using a D12 to determine who slash what Noah is fighting. Do you want to tell us about your character again? Give a little recap before I roll. Yeah. So Scipio, uh, named after the Roman general Scipio Africanus which um, Kristen discovered last night while we were watching Gladiator. Yeah. He is a high elf. He Most of his levels are in rogue, and he has three levels in fighter. He's highly skilled. Um, he's not very magical, and he is a very tactical uh, thinking dude. He doesn't have the brute force power of a fighter, or like a high-level sorcerer or something, but what he's really good at is solving problems with tactical thinking. Nice. Yeah. All right, and with that in mind, I am going to roll the dice. For some reason in my head, I started chanting mirror, mirror on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> dicey, dicey in my hand. Who is Noah going to fight in the land? <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. All right. We got number nine. My dorky wife rolled a nine. Yes. While she was dorking it up. Dorking it up. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to look up my monster. Okay. So you have just defeated Medusa and have completed this quest that you're on to prove your worth as a hero. So you come out of the hedge maze where you defeated Medusa because as soon as she died, the hedge wall partially disappeared and you were able to walk through into this area that you've never been in before. Um, So as you walk into the area, that's the entrance closest to you, you see these two long walls and on the walls are written the names of different warriors that have done this test before you who have defeated the monsters. They've gone through this whole process. They've proven their character and they've proven their worth as warriors. There are also two large 
kind of reflecting pools that are just kind of like sloshing peacefully. Um, even though there's not a river that's flowing through them, they still just give off this really nice, serene, watery sound. And then in front of you, between the two walls that have names of all the warriors on them, there are three statues. One is of a paladin who's just standing really proud and tall. One of them is of a, um, sorry, an elf paladin that's standing really tall. One of them is of a dwarven ranger who's standing there with his axe. The other one is a little halfling bard. So he's got his bow and he also has maybe a lute with him mm. or a flute, something mm -hmm. that rhymes and is musical. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah, you walk into the space and that's what you see. What do you do? Okay. What's the lighting like in here? It's pretty decently lit. Mm -hmm. There's a little bit of shadow around the walls, um, just from the natural sunlight causing shadows. Okay. So we have sunlight. Which direction is the sun in the sky? It is coming from the south. So the shadows are kind of being cast. Is this the compass? Yes. Okay, cool. Coming this way. Okay. So the shadows would be from my perspective mm -hmm. behind and to the left of whatever's casting the shadows. Yeah, and I can kind of draw some shadows if that helps. And you can step into this area, obviously, but um, well, that was really bad. That's okay. They can't see it. Yeah. <laughs> Only you can judge me right now. That's true. That's like when people say, oh my God, can judge me. <laughs> Only your husband can judge your art. Yes. <laughs> art people would see in real life for me is way better than this. Uh -huh. Mucho better. Yes. There we go. So that's where the shadows are falling. And then, of course, like this for the statues. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. And these are the walls with the names on them, right? Yes. Should, I mean, before I step out of this area where I'm standing now, which is in the shadow of one of the hedges, mm -hmm. right? Um, before I step out of this area, I want to look around and see if I can see any sort of creature or or like constructed being uh, anything at all uh, mm -hmm. that might be important or dangerous okay um also another note too before you start rolling and moving around mm -hmm. um so this here is how you go to get to where you would be honored and your name would be added so okay so that's to for the listeners that's on the opposite side of this kind of arena uh, from where I'm standing. Right. So I'm standing in the south entrance. That would be the northern exit. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> this area is typically more of a like a place to rest, to have that kind of private moment of celebration before you're honored. So okay. fights don't typically happen here. All right. All At right. least as part of the plan for this quest that you're on that you're mm -hmm. finishing up mm -hmm. sounds good okay do i see anything roll a perception check okay that is gonna be let me get out my character sheet i might need that at some point during this session yeah so i rolled a six but because i'm a high level rogue and i'm proficient in perception my minimum roll on the die is actually a 10. So um, my total on perception here is going to be a 16. Okay. 
let me so you don't really see anything perturbing or dangerous just yet but as you're looking around you start to notice that like there are actually some cracks in the walls that you didn't expect the the exterior walls or these name walls all of the walls okay interesting um okay i'm going to try to move quickly and quietly to the west side of the wall on the west so that i'll be kind of outside of the central area okay and um still hide in the shadows so 5 10 15 20 25 30 and move again 5 10 and i'm gonna roll to hide here even though i don't know what i'm hiding from okay. that is again minimum roll of 10 plus 14 gives me a 24. okay so cool. you're hidden but just as you move into that area the ground begins to quake violently Ooh. um so make a either a dexterity dexterity saving throw yes make a dexterity is, saving throw so if it's to avoid some kind of harmful effect mm -hmm. then that would usually be a saving throw yeah hold on let me see if my minimum of 10 applies to saving throws <laughs> <laughs> It's hard for me to read Suddenly what your dice say, but that tells me you didn't roll well. That, it's a three on the die. <laughs> mm -hmm. I need to look it up. Not on my character sheet, but on the actual rolls page. Here we go. Ability check. Mm -hmm. Okay, it looks like this does not help me. So, my total is gonna be a 12. Okay, so you rolled a 12. So you were able to stay upright. Oh, okay. You kind of stumble a little bit. You catch yourself on the wall. Okay. And you see the wall start to crack a little bit more. And the floor also cracks a little bit too in various places. What do you do? I'm going to step over to this crack in the floor and I'm going to try to see if I can see through it. You can't see anything through it right now. It does feel a little warm, which is unusual, hmm. but um, you can't see anything. Hmm. It's just kind of like a hairline crack that feels a little hot. How tall is this wall next to me? Uh, about 15 feet. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. What In that move? case, I am going to... I'm going to scurry over to the far end of this wall. Okay, I'll move my dice out of the way. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Uh, so that's a couple of moves. And um, I'm going to try to discreetly peek around the corner and see if I can see anything odd about this statue. This one would be the halfling, right? Mm -hmm. All right, roll a perception check. Let's roll the die where the numbers aren't all worn off <laughs> so we can read it. Ooh, that is a 25 total. 19 on the die. All right. So... When you... Actually, I need to roll a check first. Make sure you see or don't see what makes sense here. Okay, cool. So, um, as you're looking at the halfling just past him, you see this towering creature leaned up against the wall. He kind of blends into it, 
which is why you didn't see him before and mm. the shadows kind of also lent itself to you not being able to see him mm-hmm. and as you look at him the floor begins to quake again so do another dexterity saving throw okay that this time is a 10 on the die plus nine so 19. okay so you're able to stay upright this time but okay. more cracks form in the ground and it feels a little bit hotter now is this towering monstrosity whatever he is is it does it look like it's alive yes okay does it does it look human sort of or humanoid humanoid so he's pretty tall probably about 10 feet tall he has this kind of grayish skin which is another reason why he blended in so well with these walls he's got kind of big ears too and he's carrying a club and he's wearing some clothing that looks more like rags like it's not something that you would see most other warriors or fighters wearing it's basically just like covering up what needs to be covered up for him to be decent and he is standing there okay go ahead and roll initiative ew that's a four on the die plus a bonus of four so my total is eight so he rolled a 16 what was yours again eight okay so he beat me okay cool do you stop being hidden when you move not necessarily it depends on how quickly i move and that was just regular movement speeds yeah uh we were out of combat and i was trying to stay in the shadows Mm -hmm. so i am going to move so 5 10 15 and i am actually going to roll a perception check with advantage because you walking into this area is what triggered the earthquakes. So oh, he okay. knows somebody's here. So he here, knows but that there's somebody here, so he would be looking, right? Yeah, but he okay. just can't passively see you. All right, so that's a 22, so... Should I roll stealth now? Yes. Okay. See, there's an 8 on the die, mm-hmm. but again, I have this rogue ability called Reliable Talent that makes my minimum roll on skills that I am proficient with a 10. So that's effectively a 10 on the die, plus my bonus of 14 makes it a 24. Dang it. Yeah, sorry. This guy's very hard to catch. Unless you have some kind of magical ability to see him, it, it's very easy for him to hide from you. Yeah, I have a passive perception of 14, but that wasn't good enough. Yeah. All right. So... You need a passive perception of 25. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if only, if only. Yeah. All right, so I am just gonna end my turn there. Okay, can I? I this is probably gonna be an insight check, but can I try to figure out if this dude is a threat to me? Yeah, you can do that. Okay, that's eighteen on the die, plus eleven for my insight bonus, so twenty-nine. And then. If he is trying to hide his intentions from me in, in any way, you would roll a deception check for him. Nah, he's not trying to hide that. Okay. He is definitely trying to get at you. Definitely hostile. Okay. Mm-hmm. In that case, that was probably my bonus action to roll that check. So I'm going to take my main action, uh, which is going to be to shoot at him using my sharpshooter ability. All right. Should I roll with advantage? Am I hidden from him? Um, 
Go ahead and roll with advantage. Okay. The highest die, and like I said in the previous episode, I roll three when I have advantage, mm -hmm. and I'm attaching, attacking with a ranged weapon. Highest on the die is a 15. That plus my attack bonus when using sharpshooter is a 21. That definitely hits. Okay. And then I roll a bunch of dice. I have six sneak attack dice. Yes. So three, four, five, six, plus my D10 for my crossbow. That's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, hang on. Let me see when I can decide to use this one ability. Um, I'm gonna not use that ability for now. Okay, anyway, here we go. You may get to see later what that ability is. We'll see. It's a fun thing. Okay, that's six, 12, plus four is 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 22. Okay, do you need to add anything uh, to it? Yes. When I use Sharpshooter, my damage bonus is 14. So I said 22 plus 14 is 36 points of piercing damage. All right. And pay attention. If he's resistant to piercing damage or immune to it or whatever, um, that would be a factor. He is not. Okay. Also... You said you were using a ranged weapon, right? Yes. What kind of weapon is it? It's a heavy crossbow. Okay. So, big two-handed crossbow. And um, I am now going to creep back. I'm, I'm going to scurry back uh, to be further away from him. Mm -hmm. So, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30... And I'm gonna go ahead and use my action surge to try to hide from him again. Okay. That's a six on the die plus, um, well, actually, it's a minimum ten. of 10, right? So that's a 24 again. Okay, so you're hidden, but as you're moving, there is another earthquake. So make another dexterity saving throw. Okay. Ooh. Natural one. That's a natural one. Pretty sure that's gonna fail. Yes. So you fall to the ground. Okay. And make another stealth check okay. with disadvantage. Okay. Okay. Let's see if I can fall down stealthily. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, both of the dice say 12. So that's a uh, 26 total. Okay. So, I'm the stealthiest faller downer. You are. So you just kind of like, you fall down so gracefully. I fall down. Does it make a sound? I fall down like an owl flies. <laughs> Look it up. Oh my goodness. So you fall very gracefully and you don't make a sound. But the ground does start to crack even more and it gets warmer mm. in this area. And. You are prone. The other thing here is rocks start to kind of crumble a little bit in the area where you were. Because as you are falling, you just kind of like touch the wall and like just a little skittering of rocks hmm. fell. So you said, are rocks falling from the wall? Yes. Okay. And they're just kind of breaking apart because of the, the quaking? The earthquake, yes. Okay. Okay. So yeah. So 
This seems like it's not supposed to happen because like otherwise this whole area would already be crumbled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I don't know. That's that's the end of my turn. Anyway. All right. So I am going to move 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Um, mm, 40 feet, huh? Yes. Dude's kind of fast. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to roll a perception check. Oh my goodness. That's a 12. So I don't see you because you are a master at hiding even when you're falling in the middle of an earthquake mm-hmm. um <laughs> and i'm still in the shadows yes but because he heard something over here mm-hmm. he still can't see you but he heard it wait does he have dark vision because yes. that could be a factor he does have dark vision okay hold on because uh how far out does his dark vision work 60 feet 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45. I'm not really obscured from him, so he probably can see me if he has dark vision. All right, cool. Well, never mind. He can see you now. Yeah. So he is going to attack you by throwing a rock in your direction. Okay. He has disadvantage because I'm laying down. Shoot. Sorry. Because <laughs> that was a and natural also, 20. Also, that's that gold die. I'm telling you, that's the one that rolls 20s. Yeah, but the rose gold is the one I was using when nope. I was rolling 20s. Nope. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure. Because this is my favorite set, so I would have I know, this. but I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Stuck on it. <laughs> so I just rolled two natural 20s. Which is kind of crazy. Um, which is... Those dice are a little too lucky. <laughs> Which is actually a plus nine to hit, so does a 29 hit you? I mean, probably. <laughs> it hits regardless, because it's a natural 20. Yeah. All right, so... You might as well have rolled 100. Yes, I might have. So I'm going to roll 4d10 plus 6, but it's really 8d10 plus 6, because I rolled a natural 20. Yep. Just two of them. Do you mind if I roll your dice? Wouldn't 40, 10 just be 50? Or would it actually be 400? 40, 10. Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to roll my first four and then my second four and then add six. So one, two, three, four, five, six. So that's six from the first roll. Plus rolling these again because I get double damage, but not double pluses. Uh, so. 5, 11, 17, so that's... That's a 10, not a 0. Oh, okay, so that was... Was there a 0 before? There was. Okay, so, so basically whatever you just calculated, add 20. 20. Okay, so that's going to be <clears throat> 43 points of damage. Okay. Can I dodge that? Hang on. You can try. Also, you have to do a strength saving throw. Mm-hmm. Actually, never mind, you're already prone, so you're just getting stoned on the ground. Mm. Sorry, I'm trying to figure out if I can do this when I'm hit by a ranged attack and if I can do it while I'm prone. Fifth level, blah, blah, blah. When an attacker that you can see hits you with an attack, you can use your reaction to have the attack's damage against you. Okay, so I don't think being prone prevents me from using a reaction, so I'm going to do that and take half of the damage is 43, so uh, half of that rounded up would be 22. Okay, 
Slippery fella. Uncannily dodgy. Alright, so that is my turn. Hang on, let me make sure I don't still have damage from before. That would be smart. Yeah, I don't. Okay. So, I said 22? Yes. Alright. You're feeling 22 points uh-huh. of damage. Yeah, okay. I don't know what that is. Taylor Swift, I think. Okay. That's from before I started listening to her. Okay. Alright, so that's my turn. Alright. I am going to use half my movement to stand up. So that's 15 feet of movement. And then I am going to continue scurrying. 5, 10, 15. I can't quite get around the corner. So when you move, there is another earthquake. Okay. So go ahead and do another deck saving throw. Okay. That is 17 plus 9, which is 26. Okay, cool. So you are still upright, but you notice... So there's this pool of water that you've been kind of scurrying by. It actually starts to swirl. Mmm, okay. And there are more cracks forming. So this place is looking pretty messed up right now. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, continue your turn. I'm going to use my bonus action to make an insight check against him. Mm-hmm. This is the same ability I used against Medusa, yes. if you remember. Yeah. That is going to be a 26, and he needs to roll a deception check to try to hide his defensive tendencies from me. And would that just be based on wisdom? Charisma. All right. So that's a nine. Oh, he's very charismatic, isn't he? Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was a 10 on the die for listeners. (laughs) With a minus one. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So I am getting a really good read on, like, how he defends himself Mm -hmm. um, and, like, what kind of armor he has and all that stuff, right? So I can hit him a little better. Yeah. So he has natural armor from what you can see. And I am, again, going to use sharpshooter. All right and my heavy crossbow and try to shoot him one more time with an insight check would you know more about him as like a person slash creature or just Um, like physical things i I specifically was looking at the physical things but like this is the second insight check i've rolled on him Mm -hmm. and i rolled pretty high so like i can give you a little more yeah if you want to throw in some flavor yeah that might be nice so Obviously, he's out to get you. That's kind of obvious right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But you also get the sense that he is not surprised by the earthquakes. Hmm. However, he is not the one causing them. Okay. And there's a sense of urgency about him. Yeah, I'm going to use Sharpshooter again because I'm still pretty confident I'll probably hit him. Mm -hmm. Um, And because I did that inside check against him, I used my sneak attack dice. Okay. If I hit him. Oh, (laughs) Well, that's going to hit. That is. And I need more sneak attack dice because I rolled a natural 20. So ridiculous. Okay, hold on, (laughs) hold on. So my normal sneak attack dice are 6d6, so... Which is where you get your six. Uh Uh-huh. So now I'm going to be rolling 12d6. So ridiculous. Plus 2d10. And I used sharpshooter, so that's going to be another 14 on top of whatever I roll. So let's roll the d10s first. 
Oh, look at that. Two ones. Or no, wait. <laughs> that's a seven. seven. Okay. One and seven. So that's eight so far. Mm-hmm. And let's roll these buggers. Uh, nine, ten, and that's seven plus three is another ten. So this is eight on the d10s plus twenty more on these d6 plus... Nine, ten, five, seven. So seventeen on these d6s. Goodness. Okay. Plus the fourteen from my damage bonus with sharpshooter. Okay. That's ridiculous. <laughs> what is that total? Let's see. I think fifty-six, but double check me. Eight plus twenty plus seventeen plus fourteen. Mm-hmm. That's fifty-nine. All right, so this giant guy is not looking good, um, but he is still upright. Oh, where did my crossbow bolt hit him? His chest. Okay. Mm-hmm. But a, a non-essential part of the chest, maybe closer to the shoulder, away from the mark mm. before. If he's a male creature, then a non-essential part of his chest would be right on his nipple. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but it might don't. be a very tickly part of his chest. <laughs> yeah, men don't need those. <laughs> like... Hey, roll a stealth check because you just giggled when that crossbow bolt went <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. All right. Is that your turn? Yeah, that's that's all I can do. I already used my action surge on my first turn. All so. right. That's it. So I'm going to be here. So moving on up and over. And I am going to attack you twice with my great club because uh, uh, it's got a reach of 15 feet. Oh, wow. Yes. How is, big is this guy? Huge giant. Oh, natural 20. What the heck? <laughs> so that's for the first club attack. Um, so that's going to be 3d8 plus 6. So it's really 68 plus 6. Here's, here's a d8. Okay. So Here's a d8. All right, I'll just do 3m3. It's a little easier for me okay. to remember. Got it. So 13. So 16 plus... Plus 19 plus 6. So that's the first hit with the club. It's going to be 41 points of damage. Ouchie. I'm going to go ahead and use my reaction again to half that. Okay. So that's going to give me 21 points of damage. All right. But I am still in bad shape. Okay. Definitely bloodied. So I'm going to do my second attack with the Great Club. <laughs> I'm guessing a 14. No, thankfully that's going to miss. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> that could have wiped me out if you'd hit me hard again. Yeah. All right. So that is my turn. Okay. I am going to disengage from him. <sighs> Sorry. Trouble with high-level characters is they have a lot of abilities that get increasingly complex mm-hmm. and you often have to look up whether or not you can do things or what effect things will have yeah okay yeah i'm gonna disengage as my bonus action which i can do because i'm a rogue mm-hmm. that's at least level two which means as i step away from him he will not automatically get um an attack of opportunity on me all right 
that absorbs my bonus action though, so I can't use it to hide. So as I step away, that's five, 10, and I am going to, hang on. Okay, I'm gonna try to shoot him. I'm not gonna use sharpshooter because I really, really wanna hit him. Before you shoot, the ground starts shaking again, this time more violently. Okay. So make a dexterity saving throw with disadvantage. Okay. You got it, babe. The lowest die is a five, plus nine gives me a total of 14. Okay. So again, you kind of stumble, but you're still upright. Okay. However, the ground starts cracking a lot more. Okay. And I'm still getting that warm, like, it's probably getting hot in here by now, right? It like, is I'm hot sweating. in here. You're actually sweating at this point, and you are uncomfortable. I'm not going to use sharpshooter, because I really, really, really want to hit him. Yes. And I am going to roll an attack. I don't have any kind of advantage, because I'm not hidden from him. Does a 25 hit him? Definitely. Okay. Now... The reason I didn't use Sharpshooter is mm -hmm. because I really want to hit him with this particular ability. Mm -hmm. Scipio, at, I think, level 15, uh, which was his 12th level of Rogue, instead of taking an ability score improvement, which would have improved his accuracy and his damage, but only by one, mm -hmm. he took a um, an ability that allows him to use a couple of what's called maneuvers, which are abilities from the kind of other fighter archetype from the one he is. Interesting. Uh-huh. Which means, um, and one of the maneuvers that I have access to is called push. You can cause one creature you hit to take superiority die, extra damage, and, oh, dang it, if it is at most large size, must make a strength save or be pushed up to 10 feet. He's way bigger than large, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's huge. He's huge. huge. Dang it. All right. Yeah, both of those only work with large and smaller. Oh, gone it. Okay, that's fine. Well, he's going to take the superior to die. Extra damage anyway. All right. Okay, so that's a d10 plus what is my superiority die? It's a D2. Check my character sheet. There's no such thing as a D2. A coin. Yeah, a D2 is a coin. Ready? Yes. <sighs> that is four on the dice, plus four from my damage bonus. Okay, anyway, four on the dice, plus four bonus gives me eight total damage. All right. He is not looking good. Yeah, neither am I. <laughs> um, okay, and I am going to run 5, 10. All right. Before you get farther than that, the ground starts to shake again very violently. Make another dexterity saving throw. That is a 19 on the die, plus 9 gives me 28. Okay. Actually, sorry. Um, Disadvantage? Yes. That is... A 12 on the die, plus 9, gives me a 21. Okay. So the ground actually opens up beneath you. Ooh. Um, and because you rolled so well, you don't fall completely 
You're kind of hanging on by a hand at this point. Okay. I'm so disappointed he's too big for my ability. <laughs> I was going to try to push him into the water. So disappointed. Yeah. But yeah, so you're hanging down in the ground by one hand right now. I'm hanging? Yes. Like the ground opened up. <sighs> okay. And beneath you, you see a glowing red light. And you can't see anything past it or around it. And it is very, very hot. Mm-hmm. I wonder what it would take to foist myself up onto the ledge. I'd probably have you do maybe a strength check mm. or an athletics check. Because at this point, it's you're hanging by one hand, so. Okay. This is going to cost the rest of my movement if I succeed at it because I'm climbing about five feet. But I feel like I'm not going to succeed at it because Scipio is not a strong dude. Yeah. Yeah. He has a negative one modifier to strength. And that's a three on the die. So minus one. <laughs> that's a two altogether. So can you describe how you're trying to get out of there? Just trying to climb up the ledge. Okay. Um, so as you do that, you actually slip. So do another dexterity saving throw. <sighs> do I still disadvantage. have disadvantage? You're yes. really trying to throw me in this hole, aren't you? I the lower one is a 10. The other one was a 20. But the lower one is a 10 plus my 9. That's a 19 total on my deck save. Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> I just dropped the book a little bit. Okay. Um, 19 total on my deck save. Yes. So you slip down even farther. So you're about like one person's length lower than you were before. So there's like six feet between you and the ledge and it's increasingly uncomfortable in there okay when i when i look down mm -hmm. do i see is it just like a sheer edge um down to what looks like is gonna kill me or are there like smaller ledges perhaps underneath me there are smaller ledges underneath you but they're crumbling okay like, this whole place is very unstable at this point. Like, if you... I guess you wouldn't be able to look, like, around. Because if you could, you'd be falling. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. There's other ledges, but they look pretty unstable. And some of them are crumbling. If I were to let go, how far down would it be to the next thing that looks like I might be able to stand on it? I'd say about 10 feet. But it okay. looks a little precarious, so I would have you make another deck saving throw with disadvantage. Hmm. Okay. And you said, how how far down from the ledge am I right now? Ten feet. That's not very good, but it, yeah. I think my best shot might be to let go and try to catch myself on that ledge underneath me. All right, go for it. Okay, the lowest roll is an 11. Plus nine gives me a total of 20. Okay, so you land on it. Okay. Yes. Cool. It's precarious, but you kind of ninja your way onto it just enough to stay standing on it. Great. And, uh, oh, I should take 1d6 damage from mm -hmm. falling down. Yes. Uh, that's six. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Scipio has not taken this much damage, perhaps ever, 
He's not a dude that takes a lot of damage. Yeah, you're um, still alive. I am still alive. Okay. Still looking pretty messed up. <laughs> All right, and that's your turn. Yeah. Okay. Giant guy goes five, ten, fifteen, and he is gonna do a dexterity saving throw with disadvantage because the ground is crumbling. So that's a thirteen. So he kind of teeters on the edge and catches himself so he does not fall. But he looks at you and he's like kind of trying to decide if he should try to attack you again or not. I mean, would there be any tactical disadvantage to him attacking me? Yes. Hmm. Okay. Yes. Tactical disadvantage to him. Not just to me. (laughs) There's an obvious tactical disadvantage to me being crushed by a rock. Yeah. (laughs) So he looks at you, decides not to attack, and decides to move a little bit more. So how much did he just move? It was like 20, right? Something like that. 20. So 25. No. Where is the hole? In this whole area. Okay. 25, 30, 35, 40. He's going to have to make another throw. (laughs) And by the way, he is taking up like all of this space over here. Yeah. So he's he's on a really raggedy part right now, so I'm going to do disadvantage with three dice. Oh, triple disadvantage. Yeah, okay. Because he's huge. That's non standard, but okay. Really bad. So he rolled a two. So that makes it a four. So he actually falls as well. Okay. And there is not anything that he can catch on without breaking it because he's huge. So he falls into the hole. Do a perception check. 19? 19. So you notice that like as he falls, like when he hits the red light, you Mm -hmm. still hear him screaming. Mm -hmm. And then like you just don't get a sense that he's there anymore. I see. Yeah. Mm. So what do you do? I am going to attempt to climb out of the hole. All right. I know. You don't want me to. I don't. But... It just doesn't make any sense for Scipio to just go diving in to the unknown. So he's going to try to climb out. That's a seven minus one, which gives me a total of six. All right. So as you're climbing, you reach your hand up onto a ledge or some crag in the rock Mm -hmm. and it gives way and you actually start to fall and you're falling. And as you get closer to this bright red light, you feel this intense heat, but it doesn't feel like it's gonna burn you. It's just really, really uncomfortable. And you pass into the red light and make a constitution saving throw. Okay. That's a six plus, I have no idea, not the slightest, plus zero, so six. All right, so as you pass through the red, you completely pass out. And that is it for our adventure today. Damn it, woman. <sighs> All right, listeners. As you can tell, that was quite an unusual monster roulette session. Yeah. Um, so Kristen's doing something weird. I am. Weird, but exciting. Uh-huh. So, Noah, you were fighting a stone giant. Okay. Which is why he was able to kind of like hide himself by the wall. And gotcha. he was throwing rocks at you. And had the giant club and all that stuff. Yeah. So yeah, that's what you were fighting. 
And like I said, this was an unusual session. The stone giant is not what was causing the earthquakes. It was something different. Mm -hmm. Something wanted Scipio mm -hmm. to fall through the ground. The dungeon master is that thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we will pick up in our next episode with not Monster Roulette, but the beginning of a campaign starring Scipio or maybe not Scipio. You guys will have to find out in the next episode where he fell, what it means for him as a character, and what he's going to be doing. So yeah, we hope you guys liked today's episode. We hope you had fun. Also, we would love to hear like what your theories are for what's going to happen next. I actually have a bit of a storyline in my head. I just don't have the mechanics for it yet. Yeah, send us your theories or even requests, like things you'd like to see happen. Because you've gotten to hear Scipio fight a couple of times. You've heard his stats. So yeah, if you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe, leave a positive rating and review. And we also suggest sharing this podcast with a couple of friends who you think might also be interested in hearing this, especially as we're moving into a campaign instead of Monster Roulette with me as the Dungeon Mistress, Dungeon Duchess, whatever you want to call me. Dungeon, da -da 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 -da. dungeon Lady. Mm -hmm. um, the Game Master. Mistress. It makes me sound like a mattress. <laughs> Please don't sleep on me. We're excited to jump into our campaign next week, and we hope you guys will tune in. And whatever you do this week, pray big, love hard, and have fun. <laughs> <laughs>